Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Mark 3, and before we start reading, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for who you are. I just praise you and thank you for this time when we get to read and hear your word. I just I pray, Father, for your Holy Spirit to open our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. And that we would understand what you want for us to take away from this. May it be you who speak to us, not me. May it be your insights, your will, your love that we hear about. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, let's just get right into chapter 3, verse 1. Another time, Jesus went into the synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with a shriveled hand, Stand up in front of everyone. Then he asked them, Which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they remained silent. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. Verse 7. Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the lake, and a large crowd from Galilee followed. See, what I understand, or what I've seen in my life, is people need, they crave truth. They crave leadership. They crave hope. They love authority when it's when it's used in the right way. They were getting that from Jesus and so th- crowds and crowds were following him everywhere everywhere he went because they were craving authority with love. Of course this would diminish the power of the Pharisees. And when, they see, when the Pharisees see this, and they know this is occurring, they're going to rebel against Jesus because they have their self-interest at heart. And they've created a man-made system that they need to protect. Verse 8. When they heard about all he was doing, many people came to him from Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, and the regions across the Jordan, and around Tyre and Sidon. Because of the crowd, he told his disciples to have a small boat ready for him to keep the people from crowding him. For he had healed many, so that those with diseases were pushing forward to touch him. Whenever the impure spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. But he gave them strict orders not to tell others about him. Jesus went up on a mountainside and called to him those he wanted and they called they came to him he appointed 12 that they may be with him and that he might send out send them out to preach and to have authority to drive out demons these are the 12 he appointed simon to whom he gave the name peter james son of zebedee and his brother john to whom he gave the name bonerges which means sons of thunder andrew philip bartholomew matthew thomas 
James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Then Jesus entered a house, and again a crowd gathered, so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. When his family heard about this, they went to take charge of him, for they said, He's out of his mind. And the teachers of the law, who came down from Jerusalem, said, He is possessed by Beelzebul, by the prince of demons he is driving out, demons. So Jesus called them over to him and began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house without first tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. Truly, I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. He said this because they were saying he has an impure spirit. Then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him, and, he, and they told him, Your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my brothers and my mother? He asked. Then he looked at these, those seated in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. So Jesus is turning the social and societal levels upside down. He's come to heal, to redeem, and to change the world. So with that, let's go back to God with prayer. Father, I just pray for, for understanding. I praise you and I thank you. But your words are complex. Your words are simple. Your words have so much meaning. And I just pray that your Holy Spirit would help me understand what is really the meaning I need to take away from them. I pray for your wisdom. I pray for your strength to implement, to live by your, your words. I pray that I would learn to love you with all my heart, all my soul, and all my being. And that I would also love my neighbors as myself because those are the two greatest commandments. And we need to live by that. So, Father, I just pray for your, your words to sink deeply into my heart. And may I bring you honor and glory this day. I thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.